When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. For another episode of the Lakers Fast Break podcast, it's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our shows. And if you can, please give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. Well, I don't know if you still have Spotify Podcasts, that lately that's been a touchy subject. But if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Game Source, the great folks at Lakerholics.com, be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. And a big hello to Jeffrey Crouch. Yes, sir, the Lakers. Well, we'll talk about them in a sec. Plus also our good friends on the Hoopheads Podcast Network. It is sincerely appreciated. The Lakers, unfortunately, closing out the Grammy trip, and I use air quotes because the Grammy, unfortunately, was delayed, but unfortunately, the Lakers headed into Atlanta as the last game on this long road trip, and with a lot of teams in the NBA, you see as far as when they go on their road trip, and the last game on a road trip, usually there's not much energy left. Usually the teams are tired because they've been on the road for seven to 10 days. So you usually don't get the maximum effort. and usually don't get the kind of effort that you'd like to see from teams. But today for three quarters, we saw a great offensive performance from the Los Angeles Lakers. It was something that was very good, even though we didn't even have LeBron James. And the latest news on LeBron James after an MRI is that there is still swelling in the knee, and he was sent home early to Los Angeles to go get some rehabilitation done on the knee and maybe some extra rest. And hopefully he'll come back sometime later this week. That's the early word. Maybe. We'll see. But that knee is pretty troublesome. But the Lakers, even without LeBron, headed into Atlanta and gave a great offensive show for three quarters. And at the end of three quarters, we're up by 10. And things were starting to look good for the Lakers because Malik Monk was shooting out of his mind with over 30 points, 33, in fact, and eight three-pointers. Also, as well, Anthony Davis chipped in with 27. So things were looking good. Even Russell Westbrook, the hero of last game, with 20 points himself, he figured, okay, if the Lakers can just maintain this kind of offensive enthusiasm because they certainly couldn't bring any defense to the game. But neither did Atlanta. They thought they could bring it home and end the road trip on a good note. But unfortunately for the Lakers, 
they kind of tire down. You can see the fatigue. You can see the effort kind of wane in the fourth quarter. And the Atlanta Hawks came rolling back from a 10-point deficit to go ahead and pull past the Lakers with a 38-20 to fourth quarter and a 129-121 victory over the Los Angeles Lakers. So the Lakers only gained two wins on this road trip. Very unfortunate indeed. The Lakers now fall to 24 and 27, still in ninth place in the Western Conference. But here today to talk about the game, and hopefully if he can just get his arm out of the sling, or even if it's in the sling, he might have been able to play better defense. He's a good man indeed. you got to go ahead and check out what he's doing today at Lakerholics.com, including his latest article right there for you to read. And there's been a lot of comments on it. It is Laker Tom. And Laker Tom, again, offensively, you really can't fault much outside of that fourth quarter. Defensively, not at any point in the game could they put two sequences together of good defense. It's just a very shame to see that they've wasted such an offensive performance. That was really, really good to see. Well, you could see that they sort of ran out of gas when they entered in the fourth quarter, Gerald. Yeah. Franks never seems to be conscious of whether there's shooters on the floor. It's like spacing doesn't really matter, you know, and this was one of those games where we really struggled. And a lot of the time when we get into these situations, like we did at the start of the fourth quarter, the problem is a two-way problem. It's not just that we can't stop the other team scoring. It's that we can't match them. You know, we keep coming down and you go through a series where all it takes is a couple of, uh, let's say, Russell Westbrook ill-advised three-point shot attempts. A drive into the middle where maybe he turns the ball over. I mean, we had a lot of turnovers in this game again. We gave up a lot of points off of the turnovers. And we had maybe the best first half shooting that I can remember is having shooting. 70% from the field and 50% from three. We only made five out of 10 free throws in that first half. But even that really was only, that's. I think the only time we played good defense was maybe the last two minutes of that half where we basically were hitting at the other end and getting the ball back at one end. But, you know, we were missing LeBron. This is a team that can't win the minutes even within winning games when LeBron is on the bench. So give us credit for sticking in there. I thought the team played hard. I thought they played well. I think the two and four record for the six-game road trip is probably more a reflection, uh, in my mind, positive play because I didn't see us quit in any one of those six games, even in the four losses. And we were behind by 20 points in at least four of those six games. And we came back and we fought and we made it a game in every situation. So I think that the questions about whether or not we have heart and effort to win the games is there. I also thought AD tired in the second half. He obviously didn't have as great a first half as as, as he enjoyed. And part of that, I think, is the size issue. You know, we're still struggling with a size issue in the first half. The reason we were so good was that we won the points in the paint battle and we won the rebounding battle. But by the end of the game, that tide had shifted completely over where the, the where you would expect the bigger Hawks won the battle for the points in the paint and they won the rebounding. Although uh, we closed out the third quarter pretty strong. That was our last yeah. gasp. Unfortunately, like you said, we ran out of gas in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and I think I think you're right. This was the uh, this was the uh, 24th quarter of the yeah. road trip and 24th out of 24, and they were ready to go home. It's called the getaway game for a reason there, yeah, folks. Right. Yeah, they wanted to get away, unfortunately. But, uh, you know, I mean, good signs. There's still good signs in there because I, I think we know for sure that we know for sure of a lot of the things that we have in the lineup now 
even though they haven't been able to be optimized by playing with the right players. We know, for example, that LeBron James is playing at an MVP level. And if he gets a little bit of rest in the next few games, I don't have a problem with that. I want him, I want that knee to be as solid and stable as possible. And Anthony Davis, all we were begging for earlier in the season was bubble AD. I think we've seen bubble AD. The defense he played today, even though I thought he got a couple of poor calls from the referees, was elite defense. He's really been doing the job defensively and and you can see that once we get those two superstars, we've you and I and and Jamie and everybody in the blog has pretty well acknowledged one of the one of the staples of this season or one of the staples of the LeBron James Anthony Davis reign, which is basically that if we have both of those guys healthy and playing at their best, then we are the favorites in this league, and we have that right now. I think we're getting close to be able to say that we're going to go into the playoffs knock on wood that nothing else happens with our best two players healthy, fairly rested and playing at the peak of their game. We couldn't ask for more than that, you know, and, but we've gotten more than that. We've got definitely points from Mello, definitely points from Monk coming off of the bench. We've got Reeves playing solid defense and all around play and hustle. We need some size, basically. Stanley Johnson's doing a good job and he is a handful for people to handle as a small ball five. But as the second biggest player on the lineup, it's pretty tough when we go against a team that has any size, just like like the, the Hawks did tonight. So I think one of the keys is that somehow, you know, this team is looking good. We still have some moves to make. We still have seven more games before the trade deadline. And we need some size. We need some size, either a stretch four or a stretch five, to be able to come in there and give us more power. On the negative side or the concern side, Dwight's... Dwight looked bad today. Dwight did not look like he's going to be the answer for a third big man. So we need to really be looking at that, whether we have to give a second-round pick to get somebody like Jones that we had before. Some young legs. We've got to somehow make a deal to upgrade uh, because right now it's AD and LeBron playing center. And anybody else who plays center is going to cost us dearly. And I don't think we want to go into there with just those two guys as our only centers. So we need to make some action on that and see what happens. Well, one uh, thing I want to go ahead and, and before we head on out, uh, part with you on this, Malik mm-hmm. Monk has to start. Malik Monk off yeah, the bench. Yeah, I absolutely no think line. so. And Malik Monk, there's a difference. There's such a difference in play, in rhythm for him, and the way the team plays offensively. I understand the defensive issues. But offensively, this team flows so much more, and he flows so much better in the offense when he's starting. It's night and day, night and day. He is probably our most trustworthy volume three-point shooter. And by being volume three-point shooter, I mean not only a guy who will take seven, eight, nine, ten threes in a game, but he'll look to take those in. He wants to take those. And that's what you need to have. For example, Avery Bradley. It's a good player. He's 38% three-point shooter, but nobody, he has zero three-point gravity because they'll let him take his three shots a game, which is what he averages, and they'll live with whichever way they go. But they're not going to stick by him on the three-point line in the corner or anywhere. Malik Bunk is different because you don't want to get a guy like that going. So he he's the one guy that if you throw him in the starting lineup with LeBron, AD, and, and Russ, you have three-point gravity. Then the next question is, who do you put next to him? You know, right now it's Stanley Johnson, I think. 
But if we could make a trade, obviously, maybe we can't get a Jeremy Grant, but if we can get a Eric Gordon, if we can get a Gary Trent Jr. or, or, you know, we get get a guy like that who's, let's say, a two-guard or three who can score big numbers, then you got two shooters with those three superstars who can't shoot. Terrace Ross and Gary Harris, they've been pretty much, you know, living in I mean, Orlando at this time, which has yeah. not been a great place to go, a great place to be, but they both but have had. But that's who we're going to have to go for, well. Gerald, because yeah. everybody else wants the bigger guys. And ideally, we'd love to get Jeremy Grant, but the competition for him, a lot of teams are going to spend all of their money on big guys. And, and, and even looking at the, the problem today, I keep going back to the same thing that, if I were Rob Belinka, I would be talking to I would be talking to the Indiana Pacers about Miles Turner, um, because I still think that you could stick Turner in there as the center with Davis and and LeBron and have the three of them play center all of the time, and this team would never be out rebounded or you know outscored in the paint. So it'll be interesting. We have one shot at one guy probably, and you know a bunch of other shots without, with the, with the buyout market and the well that's the trades thing. draft picks and stuff like that but we really only have enough assets to fill one spot we need a starter to go with the three guys the three superstars the um, buyout what, market is going to be very heavy as far as on the buyer end as far as that's concerned yeah so, there's no who sell who sells anymore what, yeah four teams I, on each league yeah in each, in each conference and that's the thing. If there's actually one good buyout candidate, there's a host of teams that will want to go ahead and put right. them on, especially ones that are higher up in the in the rankings. So that's another and, problem. And the that problem becomes playing time. Yeah. Now that's the one thing that we probably can offer for for a four a stretch four or five. We can give them who can defend. We can give them playing time. That may be our biggest opportunity, a chance at a ring and playing time. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com. And you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. I see the potential for basically like another Netflix kind of paradigm shift where here comes this other major player. They have a ton of resources. Apple could change the way that entertainment is consumed. They say it's the only time this year that you'll have stars from each brand battling each other. And we know it's not going to be the case, but they like to say that and more power to them, I guess. Well, it's a big first step bringing all those superheroes together. There were definitely some parts of the movie that I that I really enjoyed. And then there were some parts that I I thought just kind of fell short of expectation. Part of it has to be something to do with how it's being promoted. And this is a thing where audiences do not agree with critics. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse, every week on Apple Podcasts. And over a dozen of your favorite streaming and podcasting options. But again, the Lakers do unfortunately close out their road trip the quote-unquote grammy road trip with a loss 129 to 121 again defense on the perimeter a lot of issues there with trey young scoring 36 points you knew once uh bill mcdonald said that he had had not had a good game against the lakers you knew he was going to have a good game against <laughs> the lakers and that's the kiss of death right there but you, also- you know i i would like to see a statistical analysis that compared Every player in the NBA, like the top 50 players in the NBA, for example, what they do on average versus what they do against the Lakers, because I I don't think it's an illusion or, or a home fan feeling that 
we get the best of every team every time that they come and play us. Are we going to play that? Well, the center combination for Atlanta, Onyeka Nkongu and also Clint Capella, they combined for 31 points and almost perfect shooting. You also had John Collins, 10 for 13. Again, the defense was an issue all around as far as up for both teams. Both teams that seemingly at times scored at will and was just like back and forth, which is great for offensive minds like us yeah. that love the scoring. But if you want defense, it was kind of really that, a run Those 10-point leads don't mean much, do they? Yeah, no, they don't. And we've talked uh, all about it that takes is two, two threes and a layup and three, uh, two turnovers and, and, and let's say two turnovers and missed shots at the other end three shots on the other end and you, you turn around and it's an eight Oh swing and the game's a whole different game. And I don't want to be hard on Russell Westbrook today. I mean, 20 points, 12 assists, seven rebounds, four turnovers, especially the one that I've seen today where he just literally just gave the ball away. He just tossed the ball into what the was middle. That little, that little pass right into the yeah. middle of three uh, defenders. You know, they talked about somebody actually throwing a game for a second there. I thought he might've been throwing a game or he bet on the Hawks with that kind of pass. But of course he wasn't, but you know, it just was that bad of a pass. It's probably one of the three worst passes I've ever seen in my life. But yeah, it just, you see that with Russ. Russell's problem is that he has small hands because he loses a hold of the ball when he makes these sweeping moves and he can't, he can't grip the ball the way Kawhi can, you know, and, and we're, and that makes such a difference. I mean, any any kid who has a Nerf basketball understands how important it is to be able to hold onto that ball and move it around. But yeah, Russ, I saw Russ, can't, Russ can't control it. It's the ball is the ball is actually like a third object in, out of the world that's going at a different speed and pace than Russ is. But coming yeah, off that tremendous game that he had yeah. in Charlotte, where they got robbed, by the way, I think that still that call yeah. by the refs on that block was just very disappointing and that was a different I don't know how it, I don't know is the NBA I haven't seen anything about well, the they, NBA. they send you the ne- next day what that doesn't do any good because you well, know, and, at least it gives some justification that you and, know. and the Lakers filed a protest have you ever seen a team with a protest actually get turned over no it hasn't been yes yeah, no. what a waste of time but, but I mean when you review a play like that how could you come up with a decision that that was not an offensive foul it was clear. It was clear as day. Yeah. I, but again, you know, it's a tough loss. Uh, just like this one was a tough loss because yeah, but none of these, none of these really matter. None of these really matter. The simple truth is, we've put ourselves into a situation where we need a perfect storm of good fortune in the form of LeBron's health, AD's health. Maybe we we might someday get the top player that we recruited this summer to play, Kendrick Nunn. You know. We have to have everything go right to win because we're going to come in there. We'll be lucky if we can get to the sixth seed. I'm not worried about being a play-in team because we'll win that. So we'll go in there. We'll go in there basically, but we're going to have to go through, you know, four or five rounds to get to the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. And we're going to have to find some sucker to take our three best trading chips and give us something that's better than what they are. Yeah. We're going to have to be lucky on the buyout market. And then... We're just going to have to stay healthy. If we can't do those things, then we don't have a chance. But if we could do all of those things, which is a which is a growing list almost every game, and we'll continue to grow until we finish these 82, if we could do all of those things, we have a chance just because of LeBron and AD. They're playing right now like top five players. 
And they are uh, playing very well, both of them, when they're both in the lineup. But that's the thing. If you want to check out his latest article, it is, Will the Return of Anthony Davis Be the Catalyst to Kickstart the Lakers? So far, it hasn't because we have Because LeBron seen. James was gone. Yeah. Right. So one comes in, the other one goes out. Yes. Uh, the other one flew home early to Los Angeles. But the Lakers, once again, fall in Atlanta, 129 to 121. They just, unfortunately, in the fourth quarter, just tired out after, after having a 10-point lead. But we will tell you right now that we truly appreciate the big numbers that we're seeing today. Cannot thank you enough for joining us on the Lakers Fast Break. Also, as well, you can catch us on YouTube. And big shout-out to everyone there on YouTube that catches us. But we will be back again for the Lakers next game. We're going to go ahead and just tell you what. Actually, we might even have an uh, episode coming up here in the not-too-distant future outside on the day. Because I know Sean Grice has been asking to come back on. So we'll go ahead and see if we can get him on along with Jamie Sweet, those two characters together for an upcoming episode. But Laker Tom and I will be back on Wednesday because that's a home game against Portland. So that's Wednesday is the next home game for the Lakers. Tom, any last thoughts on the way out? Go Niners. Oh my gosh. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it indeed. But do you have any questions? Uh, no, we're going we're gonna to have some Ram tonight third time that we're going to have ram for dinner uh, okay uh, we'll so. see what happens you know in the nfl it's really hard to beat a team three straight times so right that's what they say yeah. well you know what for the rams it's hard to beat the 49ers yeah though, i guess so we'll see in la we'll see in la but again the lakers fall 129 to 121 if you have any questions for laker tom or any crazy trades like he has you can check out at laker tom on twitter you can also check out his tremendous articles along with Jamie Sweet's articles at Five Things and so many other things that are right there for you at Lakerholics.com. You can also go ahead and check us out at Lakers Fast Break on Twitter. Please follow us there. And, of course, if you have any questions in detail, LakersFastBreak at Yahoo.com. Well, once again, the Lakers fall 129 to 121 to end this long, way too long road trip. And we'll be back on Wednesday for sure after the game against Portland. Hopefully that will go ahead and just provide some distance for us as far as that 9 to 10 spot in the plan, which we don't want to get closer to the 10. We want to get back higher up in the food chain. We'd really have to lose a lot of games in order to slide well, down don't, to the 10. Don't, don't, don't start that. Don't start that. Don't start that. It just that depends on yeah, if LeBron's out for a week. He'll probably be out for a week. They'll probably rest him for at least a week. Well, so. you know, I, it, it's funny. One of the reasons could be through the All Star break. Yeah, one. Yeah, you're right. We got that coming up, and and in a way, it plays into the it plays into the same story the Lakers had in the bubble that won the championship. They had their two superstars have four and a half months off before they had to come back and what play what eight games I think we played before we started the playoffs. Yeah, and it didn't look so good then. But and like yeah, they didn't look result. so good then. But but that's because everybody had been off for two and a half, four and a half months. And, but you know, AD getting his thirty days off looks really refreshed. Hopefully, just finishing a season, the thirty games is not going to kill him. And LeBron, you know, getting some time off right now, and maybe maybe he won't play until after the All Star break. It's not an impossible situation, because I think that what the Lakers are feeling is pretty much that. If you take all of the things that have to happen right, the most important things are healthy LeBron, healthy AD. If they have a healthy LeBron and healthy AD, they can win this championship. If they don't have a healthy LeBron or a healthy AD, they can't win this championship. 
makes it pretty easy to decide what to do with LeBron and AD's time. As far as I'm concerned, you just watch where you are and who you're matched up against. And, and you don't burn these guys out trying to just get a better seed. Instead, you just want to get into a rhythm and learn how to win and, and reduce their minutes, reduce the chances that they can get hurt and try to go into the playoffs on an upswing and, and with everybody healthy and hope that Kendrick Nunn can somehow either have a believer out there who will trade something for him or, or turn out to be our surprise best player of the year, you know, that nobody thought would be there until the playoffs. Well, we'll see what happens. And this week, again, our next game is on Wednesday against Portland. Back home in the crypt, crypto.com arena. So you have any questions for us at Laker Tom or at Lakers House Break on Twitter. But the best place to go for all your Lakers conversations is Lakerholics.com. We will be back on Wednesday. I want to thank the big crowd that watched us today. Maybe it's the fact that they don't want to watch football, but you know what? We'll take it. <laughs> Again, it's the Lakers going ahead and meeting up against the Portland Trailblazers on Wednesday. And we'll be back after the game. And we wish everyone a wonderful rest of your weekend. And we'll see you later this week right here at the Lakers Fast Break Park.